0: victory meaning a path to 270 electoral votes you see how we have it right now lopsided for joe biden 290 electoral votes now either solid or leading biden's way only 163 for president trump so he needs to engineer a huge comeback look at the toss-up states on our board plus maine's second congressional district just look at these toss-up states let's assume they've all voted republican before they all voted republican in 2016 even if trump won iowa won ohio won north carolina One Georgia and one Florida. Even if he swept the toss-up states on our board, it would still not be enough. Joe Biden would still have the lead. Donald Trump's hill is steeper than steep because Joe Biden is competitive in every one of these states. And yet, Democrats are nervous, warning against complacency, worried they have seen this movie before. Welcome back Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was the so truthful CNN and their analytics on the Electoral College. If you listen to what he just said, basically Trump is going to get massacred in this election. Personally, I don't see it. I've never seen the amount of support around a president that I have seen this election. President Trump has truck rallies, boat rallies, parades, people marching the streets, uh, Latinos for Trump, blacks for Trump, Asians for Trump, heck, You know things are getting real when you see video of uh, the Amish coming out for Trump. I mean, they don't even, as far as I know anyways, I'm not Amish. But the way it appears, they don't even have power, let alone TVs. So when they come out in horse and buggy and they got Trump flags on there, you know things are getting real. You got to love the Amish. Um, Looking at the polls, just like last time, again, they're not real believable. I just don't see it. But early voting has started in a lot of states. There's only a few left on the list that it has not started. And then you have the few states that actually don't do early voting. Um, just get out and vote. Play like you're down. Play like you're losing. You know, if, if they want you to believe that and they want you to believe he's down by that much, you know, go with the flow. Believe it. Get pumped up. Get everybody out there. And let's get out and vote. Um, currently, D.C., Hawaii... Maryland, New York, Oklahoma, and West Virginia are just about to open up uh, with early voting. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, something that I learned, I didn't realize how many states were not doing early voting. Uh, Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, Mississippi, Missouri, New Hampshire, Oregon. Again, it's not like that's a hot topic. Like you're sitting there on, you know, with your buddies. Hey, man, did you know who early votes and who doesn't? You know, that's that's one of the things I didn't I didn't really know. So, it was something I learned new today. I think that's a little bit uh, crappy because, you know, election night things can get long. You know, a lot of people are working the day of election, so they can't get there until after the polls, and then you're trying to rush and get it through ahead of time. And these people can't. You know, they're all bombarded at the same time. So, I'm sure. They're waiting for hours and hours in line to cast their vote, which in one sense, you know, is very American and and it's pretty, you know, awesome that they're doing it that way. In another sense, it's also kind of annoying. You know, people do have lives to live. But if you're a patriot and that's your patriotic duty, get out there, vote, no matter how long it takes, you know, you got to put in for who you believe in. Oregon has it pretty easy. It looks like they're the only state that has gone completely mail-in voting not a big surprise of all places. Oregon did. I mean, look at all the problems they've been having nonstop in Portland and everything else. So a big shocker there. Uh, I'm sure no election fraud is going to go on there at all. However, there they are voting only by mail. So they've been voting uh, for a little while now. And the Supreme Court just ruled that Pennsylvania will have the uh, three-day extended mail ballot due date. Of course, John Roberts, well, who the hell put him on the Supreme Court? Anyways, John Roberts, once again, sided with the liberal side of the court. Now, I know a court is supposed to be non-biased and it shouldn't be political. However, it just seems like John Roberts is always, in the most important cases, siding with the liberals. And there's no way that they are always right. It just... I think he's in it for the fame and for the glory and he wants to appease the other side and instead of having a little bit of a backbone and doing what's actually right, he uh, caves in every time. So polling data. Um, I'm sure this isn't the first time you're going to hear this, but the polling data is always skewed. It's due to oversampling of one side or the other. So their numbers are never really that good. I mean, if I take uh, a sample of 100 people and I sample 90 Democrats, then it looks like the Democrats who are voting for Joe Biden are doing a much better job and Trump is losing big time. So, you know, sampling is a big part of it. And I don't think there's any real true sampling out there. There's only a few agencies that actually do a good job with it. But the numbers, uh, which I ran a couple times just to make sure that I wasn't seeing what I'm seeing. The numbers are very eerily like they were in 2016. As of today, the New York Times, again, a real trusted uh, outfit, uh, have Biden at a nine-point lead over Trump. The IBD has Trump, uh, excuse me, has Biden at a two-point lead. The RMG has Biden at an eight-point lead. UMass has Biden at a 10 point lead, and uh, Real Clear Politics has Biden at a three point lead. To show you how skewed these numbers are, IBD in the last two days alone, the 18th, the 19th, and now today the 20th, Trump has gone from a six point deficit down to a two point, which means Trump closed the gap four points in two days. That already sends red flags up, in my opinion, on how they're sampling people. Now, granted, I know the whole Hunter thing is exploding right now, and all the information's coming out about his laptop and everything that's on it, and all of a sudden you're starting to see pictures of Joe Biden with Ukrainians and Hunter, and you're starting to see what a liar he is. But every day dropping two points, getting them within two points of being flush. Um, I mean, you would expect by you know day after tomorrow, by the time the debate rolls around, that Trump would have a two point lead already. I mean, in that in that case, I don't truly believe that. Again, it's even though it's working in my favor, you know, I'm still skeptical of the numbers. But just to show or prove my point, how similar the numbers are, uh, the same week, 2016, Hillary Clinton was also supposedly destroying Trump. USA Today had Hillary Clinton up by 10. The Associated Press had her up by 13. CNN had her up by 6. The Economist had Hillary up by 4. Fox News had Hillary up by 7. Bloomberg had her up by 9. Uh, Monmouth had her up by 12. And CBS News had her up by 9. So... In an election, if you are up by the numbers that they are throwing around, it's not even going to be close. I mean, Joe Biden would beat Trump so badly, it would be embarrassing. That's why we saw these numbers in 2016. I think people came out in force. And after the fact, you know, you had a lot of the the outlets that got it wrong and the news outlets and the the pollsters that got it wrong and said it was the silent majority and people were afraid to tell you who they were voting for and they wanted to give you all these excuses. It always goes back to sampling no matter what. But I truly believe they're underestimating the exact same people once again. Uh, Poor sampling and then the silent majority. Trump keeps using that phrase. I believe that now more than ever. If you dare say you're a Trump supporter, you are viciously attacked. Unless you're willing to be under attack and stand your ground and argue your point, uh, most people don't want to go through that. Most people just want to cruise on by, not say anything about it, and they, you know, they do their talking in private in the booth, and there's nothing wrong with that. But other people are vocal, so who are they calling? I'm going to assume they're calling the silent majority. I, I heard a, uh, a study they did, and it, I do not remember who it was from, and it was a few weeks ago as I was listening to the AM radio, and it was a study on exactly what I'm talking about, where they were sampling people on the phone. And even people on the phone, during this study that they did, they found they were afraid to say over the phone, that they were going to vote for Trump. So that's how bad this is. It's gotten to the point now where it's more of a fear thing, and I believe that that is going to speak volumes starting now. I mean, people are already voting. Uh, Florida just opened up yesterday. Like I said, uh, most places are open up. There's just a few still waiting to get going on early voting and you know, have their chance to you know, vocalize who they're uh, supporting. But I believe the silent majority. Now, the loud majority that's coming out is the African-American, the Latino community. They're speaking louder than they were last time. They're more vocal than they were last time. Uh, as a matter of fact, percentage-wise, I think Trump's doing a heck of a lot better this time around. Because according to the Gallup polls that just came out... um. He's actually outperforming right now with the Latino community, Obama in 2012, and Hillary in 2016. He's actually performing 13% better than he was in 2016 with the Latino community, uh, getting him to somewhere around 35% support. That is dangerous for the left. If they lose that much support, they know they're in the red zone. They know they're in the danger zone. And that is, like I said, those are the ones willing to speak. Now, a lot of the African-American community is waking up and really seeing the Democratic Party for what they are. And historically, if a Republican could get at least 8% of the African-American vote, usually the presidency was in the bag. Uh, This time around, Trump has increased his support. Last time... He was at around 10% of the African-American support. He's up 11%, according to the polls, uh, to 21% of the African-American vote. And to be honest, I believe it's higher than that. I think, again, a lot of people, especially in that community, are just being very quiet because they don't want to deal with the repercussions of saying that they're voting for President Trump. So they're just going to let, you know, do their talking in the booth. But I think it's higher than that. Uh, Leo Terrell is is moved over to the Republican side, uh, was a Democrat for decades and a civil rights attorney. And even him, he's coming out and saying he thinks those numbers are wrong. He thinks they're much, much higher. He thinks they're probably closer to 30%. If Trump is getting 20, let's say 21 is where the poll, uh, the uh, Gallup is saying he's at. If he's getting 21% of the black vote, And I just told you that historically 8% pretty much locks in the presidency. He's not going to beat Joe Biden. I mean, he is going to crush Joe Biden. Joe Biden is going to slink back into his basement, never to be seen again. That'll be it for creepy, crazy Uncle Joe. He could go back into his basement and pray that they don't uh, come and get him after they find whatever's on Hunter's laptops. Because from everything that's coming out right now, it ain't going to be good. It's just going to be dumb. Now, Florida, they did start early voting. Uh, They started mail-in ballots even earlier than early voting. And traditionally in Florida, and I'm only speaking in Florida because I live here, um, but in Florida, generally the way it works is Republicans outperform Democrats on mail-in voting and Democrats outperform Republicans on showing up at the polls. Uh, This particular year, because of COVID and the uh, Democrats really pushing their whole mail-in strategy, they've seemed to achieve part of their goal in Florida, not to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, they have about a 430,000 ballot lead, or I don't want to say ballot lead, at least 430,000 more Democrats voted in mail-in voting than Republicans did, so they have outperformed us there. Now, keep in mind, what I am saying is that strictly by party affiliation, that does not mean just because they're a Democrat they voted for Joe Biden, and vice versa, just because you're uh, you know a Republican you voted for Trump. But assuming they did, they're currently outperforming Republicans, um, you know, as far as early voting goes or mail-in voting goes. So the big question was, are the Republicans going to show up in masses to you know vote in person for early voting for Election Day? Um, and it seems to be true at this point. As of the data that came in from yesterday, being the 20th, we did outperform Democrats by, even though it's a small margin, it was around thirty-two or 3,500 people. But keep in mind that early voting started in... Uh, 52 out of our 67 counties, and some of the counties that are left out are predominantly red counties, so the numbers are a little bit skewed and probably a little bit off. Had those had opened up, I'm sure it would have been a much bigger margin, but we can only go with the data that's actually presented to us and in front of us right now. So as of right now, we did come out much stronger than we usually do, even though we only outpaced them by a few thousand and we didn't really close that gap up. Um, it's a positive going forward. If the trend holds true and we keep coming out stronger and stronger for in-person voting, then we've actually flipped the script around. And yes, they may have came out harder in mail-in, but we came out harder in in in-person. So it should balance things back out. Now the Latinos for Trump in Florida, especially in Miami, you know, Miami is predominantly Cuban based and Cuban Americans know what it's like to live under a dictator And seeing what Joe Biden's offering, they don't want none of it. And I don't blame them. I am not Cuban. I'm an Italian-American or an American-Italian, however you'd like to say it. And I myself, I don't want none of it. I want to be free. I want to do what I want to do. I certainly do not want socialism, which is why I'm heavily advocating for President Trump. On this program and in my personal life, going around talking to people, helping people get registered to vote, and making sure to encourage and get them out there to vote and to vote you know what they believe in. I try hard not to tell them who to vote for, vote for Trump, but I can't say that I do not lay out all the negatives about Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, which may unintentionally or purposely sway their votes in my direction. <laughs> I just in reality I just try to inform people because the news is a terrible place to get news from to be honest with you it's not even news anymore it's just propaganda Um, but I do try to everything that I've researched and everything that I've dug up I try to share that with them and encourage them to look it up for themselves because knowledge is power and then that way they can start to see the truth of the situation You know, it's not always uh, cut and dry and it's hard to find things sometimes because look what we got against us while we're searching. I mean, even poll data was not the easiest thing in the world to look up. Go in your computer and and search on Google, of all people, you know, the one that's trying to suppress information right now and try to find a presidential poll that goes against what they want it to say. It's not an easy task, but we got to do it if you want to. I want to inform people. I feel that that's what makes that's what drives me and that's what makes me want to go and what makes me get up and in, encourage myself to keep doing what I'm doing is to help inform other people because I'm a truth seeker and I believe in the truth. I don't want to be fooled by people. I don't want to, uh, you know, my go around with blinders on pretending I don't see things. It's important for me to know the truth. I got to teach my kids and I like to help enlighten others. So it just It's not a matter of changing someone's opinion as much as it is presenting them with the actual fact and let them come to a real conclusion on their own. That's what it comes down to. Um, The polls, the information I just gave you, uh, I, again, I'm not a big fan of these polls. I don't really believe them, but I use them as a motivating tool to get out there and vote, to encourage to vote, to get people to... To go to the polls and let's let's play like we're behind. If they want to tell us we're losing by ten, cool. Then we're losing by ten. Then that means we just need to go out there as hard as we can with as many people as we can, and we gotta panic like we're down by ten, and hopefully it'll turn out all right. That's pretty much it. That's gonna wrap it up for me on the polling issue. Uh, Thursday night is the second presidential debate. I will be doing my show Thursday night after the ba- the uh, debate, excuse me, instead of doing it Friday. And I will be posting it Thursday night after the debate. I'll try to get clips if I can. I'm sure it's going to be a doozy with all the stuff coming out about muting people's microphones and everything we're finding out about the uh, moderator that seems to be an ultra liberal. So we'll see how that goes. If you like what you're hearing, please keep tuning in. Tell some people about me. Um, If you'd like to reach out to me, gmail, uh, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. And if you'd like to follow me on Parler, it's Joe Little. Thank you. God bless. Have a good night.